It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, hello. It is the Go Birds podcast presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. Elliot and I today going to continue our NFL preview as last week we dove into the NFC South, some of the over-under win totals, some fun future bets in there that we like. And today, we swing it to the AFC, Elliot. We're sticking with the South, but it's uh, it's AFC South time. Maybe the least compelling division in all of football. It's up there, <laughs> Elliot. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I would never, you know, I would never lie. But uh, not most interesting division. But I will say, again, as we've talked about in all these pods, just the fact we're talking about football is very fun. You know, after after a long summer, you know, not not the best summer. Uh, I'm just excited to be talking about uh, about these teams, even though out of these three, one of them, like, so I'm going through the Parks app and I'm I'm writing down the over unders and, and all that, and looking at the odds. Jacksonville just very uncompelling. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Just like we just will. not the most interesting team in the world. Yeah, I I think all four of these teams are. But that's the that's the thing, Elliot. Just because they're not that interesting from an NFL, what are they going to do this year? Are they going to threaten for all that? Granted, you know the Titans were in the championship game last year, but. Uh, It it is compelling from a gambling perspective. There's a lot of interesting things in here that I kind of like. Some some fun lines, some fun future stuff to get into. So let's dive into it. Of course, presented again by Park Sportsbook and Casino. You can download the Parks Sportsbook app uh, at the App Store. It is phenomenal. It's where we're getting all these odds. And you can literally go on and bet on anything we say today. So check that out. We'll talk more about that later. Elliot, let's dive in. Um... Let's start. We'll go alphabetically, except we'll we'll leave the worst for last, <laughs> as you just yeah. said. Let's just worry about Jacksonville later. I'm going to pretend like we don't even have to talk about them. Let's start with the Houston Texans. I think this is a really interesting team to talk about. Uh, obviously, trading away DeAndre Hopkins, Bill O'Brien as a uh, general manager has been skewered. Really, the go-to kind of uh, whipping boy, I suppose, of NFL head coaches slash GMs as he has been um, just destroyed this offseason. 
And I think it's showing in the the over-under. Their over-under under total of seven and a half wins. This is, again, a team that has made the playoffs multiple years in a row, seem to generally be the, the dominant force in this division over the last few years, for what it's worth, just in terms of winning the division. Ten and six last year. Let's start with the seven and a half total, Elliot. Where do you come down the Houston Texans right now? Yeah, I was surprised by this over-under of uh, seven and a half. Like, as you said, Bill O'Brien, obviously the laughingstock of the NFL this offseason just because of the Andre Hopkins trade. And it was a bad trade. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the, it was just ridiculous to do. But I do wonder a lot of times, I mean, you kind of saw this with the Amari Cooper trade when the Cowboys uh, traded a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. Everyone laughed about how much they gave up for him. It seems like whenever any, whenever everybody's on the same side of something, we're always all wrong. So, like, Twitter was out there kind of making fun of the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Yeah, it's going to hurt to for them not to have him. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they're going to need other guys to step up. But seven and a half, that just – I was shocked when I saw it. Um, I think that's too low. I don't know if they get to 10 wins again, but I think they're at least an 8-8 eight and eight team. And I think they probably do get to those nine wins. I mean, you look at their schedule. It is it is a bit of a tougher schedule, but you get Jacksonville twice. Um, they have the they have New England, although with Cam Newton, who knows? But obviously, I don't. I think New England's an easier game this year. Um, they get Chicago in Chicago. Uh, they have Cincinnati. So there are some some winnable games on there. They're in Cleveland. I, I think that this team's gonna be better. And again, we talked about this on the last pod. If you have a competent quarterback, like. I just don't see how you really end up with less than seven wins. And we can debate Deshaun Watson on where he belongs in terms of the upper echelon quarterback. I think he's closer to top five than he is number 10. He's probably somewhere in between five to 10. But to think that he is going to go seven and nine, that just feels like a stretch to me. So this over-under definitely seemed low, and uh, I would bet the over. I would too, Elliot. We are agreeing and I know you to... love a Bill O'Brien. <laughs> oh, so man. so uh, I I do not anymore. Uh, I, I was wrong about Bill O'Brien. I'm very happy to admit that. He is not the head coach I thought he was going to be. Not, not the leader of men I thought he was, Elliot. That was my initial thought. I was wrong. But I agree with you. I think seven and a half wins is too low, and it's not like I love – Houston, but I mean, if you just look at them year by year, they've finished with nine or more wins five of the last six years, literally five of the last six years. And I think Deshaun Watson is the seventh best quarterback in the NFL. I have him right in that range, right behind Wentz and that, you know, kind of, and I think him and Wentz are close, you know, we can fight about it or whatever, but I think he's one of the top seven quarterbacks in the NFL, another year of maturity. Um, I, look, I'm with you. Even without DeAndre Hopkins, I, I just I don't see any way they win less than eight games. It just feels like, and again, I think part of that too is this division. I, I think you look at it, and it's very similar to last year, where Houston was ten and six, Tennessee was nine and seven, Indy was seven and nine, Jacksonville was six and ten. I think at least for those first three teams, I feel like they're all kind of similar in terms of talent level. I know Tennessee's probably the best of the bunch, but. Um, it just feels like it feels like they're all going to be in that eight to ten win range, right? I mean, that's that's where I would yeah. guess this division plays out. So for me, I feel like seven and a half is a, a really good a really good bet there on the over. I would I would also say, and I know we're going to get into each of the teams, but when you look at the odds for them to win the division, they're third place. And look, you could argue it. I mean, like you said, Tennessee's pretty close. We're going to get into the Colts. Um, I have some strong thoughts on the Colts, Ooh. but yeah. But Houston, for to be third place, plus 350 to win the division, also they're favored to not make the playoffs, which I thought was pretty surprising. So, like, again, Treyway DeAndre Hopkins, I get it. 
Bill O'Brien, I don't think he's a very good head coach, but to your point, I mean, he does like he does win more than he loses. Uh, and they're a playoff team, and they won a playoff game last year. They were up, what, 21 to, to 3 or something like that on Kansas City before it fell apart. So with Deshaun Watson there, ultimately, I think they're going to be pretty fine. The defense is okay, too. I mean, I think they were 19th last year in points allowed, which, which isn't great, but it's not abysmal. Uh, J.J. Watt, defensive player of the year odds, plus 1,400. Um I don't know about that, but I mean, you get JJ Watt healthy and you get him for a full year. I think that obviously helps. So, uh, yeah, I think the the odds overall are definitely kind of sleeping on a uh, Houston. Yeah, I love the idea of parlaying the the over on seven and a half wins with the plus three fifty to win the division. Because if you think they're going to win more than seven and a half games, and you're like me thinking this division is going to be somewhat bunched up among those teams, then it's very possible that they actually win the division. I think that's a really Good bet, especially when we'll get to it, when we're looking at what the Colts to win the division are, what Tennessee is to win the division. I think Houston's plus 350, those are really good odds to win the division. I'll throw one more you didn't mention. You mentioned the J.J. Watt Defensive Player of the Year. I don't think betting on Deshaun Watson at plus 2,500 to win the MVP is that crazy a bet. You know, look, we saw Lamar last year go from someone who wasn't, you know, we didn't go into last season saying, oh, Lamar, he's an MVP contender. We just said, oh, Lamar's a young quarterback. Sure, he could take a step forward. Who knows? If Deshaun Watson's the type of guy, we talk a lot about the narrative awards, right? Deshaun Watson, one of the young, great quarterbacks in the NFL, if he really takes that leap, if he steps forward and without DeAndre Hopkins has a a, a you know a high-level type year and maybe Houston gets a little lucky and, and wins 11 or 12 games, plus 2,500 seems like a, a pretty reasonable long shot to me to take. Yeah, and I would also say you're talking about parlays, which I absolutely love. Well, if but add- for those who don't know, Elliot is is known around the WIP studios as the parlay king. So yes, that is true. <laughs> Mostly just because of how much I love them. But uh, <laughs> look, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna parlay them going over to winning the division, you might as well put in the playoffs there too, because they're, they're it's a good point to not make yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So you add that in, and here's what I would say about the NFL MVP: Deshaun Watson is kind of in a contract year, right? I mean, he's next up to get paid, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't next year when yeah, you get his of that, first Yeah, well, because Mahomes, same draft. Mahomes just got paid, absolutely. Right, so he could either, I guess he could get paid this offseason or, or next. But so there, from a narrative perspective, you would think he's coming in absolutely ready to go without DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, the question I will have, and I'll pose this to you, Will Fuller, where do you fall on him? Because on some sometimes I watch him play, and I'm like, wow, this is exactly the type of guy the Eagles need. Other times, I'm like, can't stay healthy, only averaged 13 yards a catch last year, kind of torn on him. Where do you fall on Will Fuller? Yeah, I think you kind of nailed it. I think Will Will Fuller is the kind of player who, if you say you're getting 15, 16 games out of him, he is an absolute difference maker in the NFL. He is Deshaun Jackson-esque. You know, he has that type of impact on the game. When he gets going, he's somewhat unstoppable as a deep threat. And I think he's more refined as a receiver than Jackson was coming into the NFL. The problem uh-huh. is, is he just literally has not been able to stay healthy. It is, it's a shame, but it's every single season. Something happens with Will Fuller and I just feel like he's too tiny. He's too frail. Like, I, I just feel like this is the kind of thing you're going to keep seeing. So I really like the talent. I really like the player. I just, if you know, if we're talking like what I draft him on my fantasy football team, I would really hesitate because I just wouldn't expect to get that many games out of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, but from the perspective of fantasy football, and I'll have to look up what his over-under is for yards this year, but on, on the Parks app. But, I mean, if with DeAndre Hopkins gone, you would think he's going to get a ton more targets, a ton more action. I think he said this week 
that uh, you know things had kind of opened up a little with that without DeAndre, and people were saying he was taking a shot at him. But I think he was just telling the truth. Like when DeAndre Hopkins isn't there anymore, you have a way better chance of getting more targets because he's going to be a vocal a, a focal point of that offense. So the over under on Will Fuller yards could be an interesting uh, bet to look up. I will look that up right now. Actually, I have the Parks Casino app in my hand. Let's see. Will Fuller. All right, I'm going to try to find this. You try can, you try you to. T- yeah, I I'll fill as they say. <laughs> Um, look, yeah, ultimately, again, I, I agree with that. I, I love the situation. I love the player. I just think ultimately that I just don't trust him to stay healthy, and that's, you know, the 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 biggest issue for, for me with Will Fuller. If he stays healthy, I think he's dynamic, and I think they're a much better offense. And, again, I do think that leads towards another reason to potentially be more bullish on Houston than, than these odds are because if he does stay healthy, and, and look, it is possible, then – the offense yeah. could be a lot more dynamic than you than you think. All right. All right, so we're both going over on the wins. We're agreeing Over on, that. on the wins for sure. Let's move on to the Colts. Uh, Indianapolis, I'm very intrigued. I'm just going to give you the floor. It's uh, over under of nine wins. They are, believe it or not, even in a division with a team that went to the AFC Championship game last year, Indianapolis, the Frank Reich-led Indianapolis team, is the favorite to win the division at yeah. plus 120. What are your thoughts? All right, so let me just start with this. I like Frank Reich. I appreciate what he did when he was here in Philadelphia. Great guy to work with, all those things. Let's all take a step back on the Indianapolis Colts. For them to be favored to win the division over Tennessee that was in the conference championship game, then the Houston, who won a playoff game and has been better than them traditionally over the last few years, they were 7-9 and nine last year. For them to have the highest win total in the division to me, they're Super Bowl odds, so they're, they're over-under is nine wins. Their Super Bowl odds are plus 2,200, which is eighth best in the NFL, a better odd than the – better odds than the Seahawks. Wow. Like, what – better odds than Seattle. Wow. Like, that is cr- – that is That is legitimately insane. I mean, look, like, I get that Phillip Rivers is there now, and that is an upgrade. But Phillip Rivers, I, I don't know. Like, I like it, but I don't know if he's such a huge difference maker. I get that getting a better quarterback helps – but he's, you know, basically one foot out the door. I think he was talking about if he about op- opting out with COVID this year, and he said, "Well, if I did, you know, that'd be it for me." So he probably has one more year left in the NFL. I just, I don't know. I think they the, picking the over under for me. I think they could finish nine and seven. So I don't love betting the over under, but just for them to be favorited to win the division, I just, I think it's absolutely nuts. Yeah, I do too. It, it's crazy, Elliot. I, I don't. I don't get it. I, I think that it is insanity. And again, whether we like the teams or not, for Tennessee to do what they did last year, to go on that run, to show what type of team they were, especially when you know, they were already a better team record-wise than Indianapolis last year, right. that, that they're not the favorite to win the division. That's crazy to me. I think Houston should be favored over Indy just based on what they have. Personally, sorry to say it, I think Phil Rivers is as cooked as Cook gets. I, I, mm. I There is... I I don't know that he's a much better option for them j- than Jacoby Brissett. Like I, he probably is just because uh, of the just because of the wealth and knowledge and all, that. and also because I'm not a huge Jacoby Brissett guy. So I, I would take Phil Rivers over him, but I don't think Phil Rivers has anything left. I don't think Phil Rivers is going to do anything special there. Especially, it's not like he's got a juggernaut offense around him. I mean, T.Y. Hilton, another guy who can't stay on the field. I mean, who else? What are, what are we talking about here? You know, I, I just I know they have a nice offensive line. I just 
I am really surprised by this. I am 100% with you on uh, the, the plus 120 to win the division seems crazy to me. So you would go under nine wins. Yeah, if I had to pick, I would go under. I mean, you look well, at that's their what schedule. We're, that's what we're doing here, Elliot. No, I, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I'm, I just don't love the bet. I love that. I love that. I know. I know. I know. I know. Just well, I'm just saying to, to the listeners, I would not bet that. I don't think over-under is a good bet for the Colts. Um, but the other odd thing for me is, so they're the eighth best odds to win the Super Bowl, better than Seattle. But Rivers, to win MVP, has... Worse odds than Drew Locke of, of Denver. So, like, those things don't add up to me. So, if you're someone out there that's, you know what, like, I like the Colts. I think Elliot's wrong is normal. I mean, Rivers <laughs> at plus six. Rivers at plus six thousand. I don't know. I mean, sure. that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> if you're if you're in on the Colts, if you're in on Frank Reich and this being, you know, the, the the year that they take that step forward, I think a lot of people expected it last year. Even though the quarterback situation, then obviously luck goes down. It's a whole. Or luck retires, a whole different thing. Retires, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I'm with you. I look, I get that plus six thousand. Especially we just talked about Sean Watson, who's a, a much better player. But plus twenty five hundred, you can see the gap there is there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just more pessimistic on Indy than uh, than that. I, I would take the under on nine wins. I don't feel strong about it. It's certainly not one of my best bets here. As I said, I think all three of these teams at the top we're going to talk about are somewhere between eight and ten wins. Like I think that's where they all finish. So it makes it a lot harder to to when when all their win totals are more or less right in that range. But I still w- would go under on the nine wins. I think they're an eight and eight team. I probably wouldn't bet on it because I wouldn't feel great about them potentially winning a, a game and going nine and seven or whatever. Um, and obviously, I think we both don't like the, the Super Bowl odds, as you mentioned. I can't believe they're ahead of Seattle. That that truly <laughs> shocks me, Elliot. It truly shocks me. Like, am I? Are we? Are we missing something here? Like, I don't I, think so, man. Last year without a quarterback, I think basically. So that's I, a good point. But I, again, my, the reason I don't think I'm missing anything is I don't think Phil Rivers is going to be very good there. So like. Right. That doesn't do it for me. It really doesn't. I, I it, let's put it this way. All right. So free agent, free agency happens. They give Full Rivers what twenty five million dollars or whatever. Like Something I would like have, a uh, way, way rather given Cam Newton the one year deal the Patriots gave him. I would much rather have given Jameis Winston one year three million and take a shot on that. Like I don't. I, I think that Phil Rivers for twenty five million dollars might be the the biggest overpay in the NFL this year. That's how I feel about Phil. Well, the, the one counter I would make to that, and I agree with you about Winston and, and uh, Cam, but if you're a Frank Reich guy, and I think we're both Frank Reich guys, sure. even if we think these odds are a little crazy, if you're a Frank Reich guy and you believe that the offense he had here uh, in Philadelphia was very helpful, was, was, you know, he was part of the reason they were so successful and Doug leaned on him. Uh, and I think that now that we're a little farther out from that, you can see maybe that isn't completely true. But I think definitely Frank Reich played a large role in the winning of the Super Bowl. So if you believe in Frank Reich's scheme and his ability to call and to kind of be Doug, I mean, Philip Rivers does in some ways kind of mold into that, where he's able to sit back, go in the pocket. I mean, he does turn the ball over quite a bit. But I think that he's a guy that could run the offense better than what they had last year. Again, still don't love the over-under. Still think they're being overhyped. But I think they could be slightly better than they were last year two more teams to get to but first elliot it's at obviously james seltzer elliot short parks here and elliot uh as you know we we're very excited about the upcoming philly sports playoffs and, and we've been talking a lot about this park sportsbook app and how people need to get it um let me talk about another sports potential playoffs because i think there's some some opportunities here down the road i want to talk a little futures a little baseball very quickly elliot 
Because right. on the Park Sportsbook app, you can go in, and there are a few teams here that I like as some long-shot odds to win it all this year. You know I mentioned Cleveland last time to win the American League. I still like that one. But right now, do you know who the best team in baseball is right now, Elliot? The Phillies. No, stop. Come on. Ridiculous <laughs> comment. Chicago. Not even with Alex Baum? Chicago. The, uh, the uh, you know, the Cubbies. They are the best right. team in baseball. They are 12-3. and three. And yet they are plus 1,700 to win the World Series this year. That seems crazy to me. This is a weird year. They have they have worse odds than one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams are in front of them, and they're 12 and three. They have been the best team in baseball this year, handily, up to this point. And this is a weird year with weird things going on, and, and how teams handle the uniqueness of this season can completely... I think, um, make up for talent deficiencies, make up for other things. And it looks like the Chicago Cubs are locked in and playing great baseball. For me, that's enough to see as the eight best odds to take a shot. Plus 1,700, throw a few shekels on down. I love the upside. Let me give you one more as like the long shot, long shot. I don't think this will happen, but you never know again in a 60-game season where things are weird that maybe a team just really gets on a run and, and weird things happen and things go their way. If I had to bet on a team this year for that to happen to, and again, this is this is the long shot odds. I don't actually think they're going to win the World Series, but at plus 4,000, you could do a lot worse than taking a shot on a Colorado team that has played great baseball. They're 12-6. and six. They seem to get some special wins. They fought hard. They've had some nice late-game comebacks. Again, this is, this is, you know, throw a couple dollars on and take a long shot, but Colorado at plus 4,000, Elliot. I think is a, a fun long shot bet to take. The the Chicago bet I think is a better bet. I think that could actually happen. But uh, so Colorado you know a, a little fun, fun upside play. Fun, fun bet for me right now. Flyers to win it all. Oh, Plus buddy, twenty five. Yeah, they're they're number two, so they're not they don't have the best odds. So I mean, you know, at second at the second best odds, you're not exactly getting a deal there. But watching them last night, man, they just suffocate teams. Like Carter Hart was very good. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like. They didn't let any really good, really good shots on them. So I was, I was definitely impressed. I'm even debating like, if I'm gonna get a Flyers jersey, what's the one to get? Carter Hart. Ugh, I feel like 79 is kind of a whack. It's number. not a great one. Coots Couturier is a great, great, great player. That could be a good, good one to get. Travis Konechny, number 11. Uh, he is. That's a good one. Awesome. Uh, he's a good young player. He's gonna be here for a long time. Go Konechny. It's a good one. Okay, maybe that's the move. But I, I also... like it. Elliot's getting a sweater. Yeah, I, yeah, getting a sweater. Yeah, I, w- I would also say plus five twenty-five. It'll just be more fun when they win it all, dude. Elliot, Elliot, I love that idea, the concept of of you're rooting with your heart already. Why not throw your wallet on the line too? Because it's then you get the double joy when it happens, and and it's a beautiful thing. And like right. Elliot said, we're all excited about the upcoming Philly sports playoffs, which we are in right now. And like you, we all love the home teams. After all, it's all about the home team, right? That's why we go with the home team and have the home field advantage when it comes to our sports betting app of choice. We've talked about it all show here. Our team at Parks Casino and Sportsbook are right here in the Delaware Valley, right in Bucks County. We've been there. It's beautiful. And that means that your action and your money are safe and secure on their easy-to-use Parks Casino sports betting app. The only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania. It's intuitive, fun to use, easy to use the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. 
Bet with the best. You can sign up now and get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA. That's P-A-R-X casino.com slash PA. And here's the key. Use the promo code GOBIRDS. One word. G-O-B-I-R-D-S. GOBIRDS. To get your risk-free bet of up to $500. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And Elliot, you can also bet on these games we're talking, or these teams we're talking about right now. Let's get back to it. Two more teams to go in the AFC South. Uh, Tennessee. Uh, so <laughs> this is the one that hits me the hardest. The over-under is 8.5. They are plus 160 to win the division. Second, again, I like the odds on Houston plus 350 because that just seems really, really long, those odds for a team that mm-hmm. I think all three of these teams are very close. But if I'm picking a team to win this division, it's the Tennessee Titans. I'm slamming that over 8.5. I think they win 10 games. I, I just, look, I think Mike Vrabel is a, a damn good coach. I'm transferring yeah. all my Bill O'Brien love over to Mike Vrabel, Elliot. <laughs> I think they're a good football team. I think Tannehill, uh, look, I don't think Tannehill's a superstar or worth the money he got paid because he actually got to free agency. But I think what we saw from him last year is more real than not. I think they're a good football team. I agree. I agree with you. And I, you know, it's funny how quickly things change in the NFL, because if a few years ago or even a year ago, you told me like, I'm going to be picking a team led by Ryan Tannehill to win the division. You would have said, is it an XFL team? What are we talking about? Yeah, like, are you out of your mind? Like, I could not (laughs) have been less of a Ryan Ryan Tannehill guy. But it just shows, again, like where a quarterback ends up and what's around him matters in some ways a lot more than the actual talent of the guy. Like, him being in Tennessee, which would – you put – you. Nailed it. Mike Vrabel, I think a great head coach. You saw that last year in the playoffs. If you go to New England, to Baltimore, and then you know go to Kansas City and you lose, but those are probably the three toughest places in the AFC to play. That was very impressed me with Mike Vrabel. I think they learn a lot from that experience. Like You can't help but go to New England, go to Baltimore and win, and not be a better team the following year because of it. They're battle-tested. And the thing about Tannehill is, you know, I know everyone says it was Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry – has some interesting odds as well in terms of his over-unders for yards and to win the rushing title. But when you talk about Ryan Tannehill, he was really good last year. Like, this wasn't just him handing the ball off. I think that's a big misconception. that The Tennessee threw the ball to get the lead, and then Henry carried him home. So I do believe that, you know, Tannehill can play well enough to win the division. You look at last year in 10 games, 22 touchdowns, 2,700 yards. Uh, that's impressive numbers from him. His over-under this year for passing yards is 3,400. So basically you're you're betting on 700 more yards or so, I think. So 34, if I do the math quickly. Yeah, about 700 more yards in six more games. So I, I like taking the over on that as well. Um, his touchdowns are 22. That's how many he threw last year in 10 games. So you can tell the odds are kind of betting on him regressing. But I'm not so sure he will. I, I really think they have something good built there. In Tennessee, and uh, yeah, I, I like uh, I like them a lot this year. I do too. Uh, again, I, I really I think what we saw from them last year, what they kind of put together, was more what we're going to see than than the team that struggled prior. Uh, again, a lot of it's on Vrabel, but to your point about Tannehill, I actually really like both those over unders. Uh, you know, if I would bet on Tannehill to go over thirty four fifty, and I would bet on the him to throw over twenty two touchdown pa- or twenty two and a half touchdown passes. Because, look, I think that 
I think what they saw last year is we are going to need Derrick Henry to carry this team down the stretch. That's the type of yep. team we are and all that. I think that's going to give a lot of opportunity earlier in the season for Ryan Tannehill to pile up numbers. I think they're not going to wear Henry down. Like I think they're going to use him. Don't get me wrong. And we'll get to that over under uh, the rushing title over under in a second because I do think that's a very interesting one as well. Um, but I think that ultimately they're going to save Henry for when it's cold, when it matters, when he can run people over. I think Tannehill's going to have a nice year, and I think they're a good football team. Eight and a half. This this. Let's put it this way. Tennessee over eight and a half is my favorite bet that we will talk about today. I, I feel really strongly mm. that they're going to go over eight and a half. More than Houston over seven and yeah, a half? Yeah, and again, I like both. I, I will bet on both of these, but I, I, I think Tennessee is the best team in this division. And for it's not that it's not close, but it's not that close for me. Like, I think... I think Tennessee's an 11, 10-11, probably 11-win team. I think Houston's an 8-9-win team, and I think the Colts are an 8-9-win team. So, you know what so I mean? I think plus, yeah. So I think yeah, Tennessee's, can... like, uh, you know, a couple games better, like d- noticeably better than where those other two are for what it, you know, for, you know, every game matters. So um, I really like that over-under, and I love the plus 160 to win the division. Anytime you're getting value on something you think's going to happen for sure, bet on it. Again, I think I would bet on Tennessee to win the division if they were the favorite. They're not the favorite. That, to me, is the type of thing I look for as a a no-doubt-about-it thing to bet on. What I really like with them, too, is if you look at the beginning of their schedule— at Denver week one, I think Denver could be improved, but I think that's probably a win for uh, that's a, That's a Vrabel over Fangio all day type of pick. Yes, 100%. Jacksonville week two, that's a win. At, at Minnesota week three, I could see that one going either way. Let, let's give them a loss there. Two and one. Pittsburgh week four, I think that's a win. Buffalo in Tennessee week five, I think that's a win. Then they get Houston. So, I mean, I think you could really see them get off. Then they have the Bengals. Uh, they have the Bengals week after that, Chicago the week after that. So, I think you could see them get up to a pretty hot hot start. You know, start something like six and two, five and one, something like that, and really get rolling. And that's obviously huge. I mean, we've seen it here in Philadelphia. If you can just get off to a hot totally. start. Totally. It really changes your season. So and and I, agree. I and I also think to that point, Elliot. I also think they're carrying that momentum from last year. I think this is a team that believes in themselves. Yeah, a hundred percent. Now, I, I, although I just talked about how much I like Tannehill this year and all that, I would still, if I was a Tennessee fan, be petrified of the fact that they gave him like a franchise quarterback type deal Me in the long run. Too. <laughs> I mean, he got but, way more money than he should because he was actually a free agent. Like that's the yeah. thing about the NFL is these guys sign early and all that type of stuff. But if you're Kirk Cousins, if you're Ryan Tannehill, you can supersede your value. Like, and again, those are both good quarterbacks, not, you know, great all time, great, whatever. They're good quarterbacks, but they get paid like the top of the top because they have the leverage. Who would you rather have, Tannehill or Rivers? Oh, Tannehill. Okay. Like, like easily. Like, it's not even. It's not even a question for me. I would go Tannehill. So I think if you're trying to win right now, I could talk myself into Rivers. I, I would. It's close to me. Honestly, I really wouldn't want either in the long run. But for just this year, I actually, I'll say this. Just this year, I think Tannehill's in a much better situation to succeed than Philip Rivers is. So I, 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 agree. I, I would like, I would like that better. Yeah. All right, Elliot. Let's do it. We've 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 shoved them to the side. We've uh, we've kind of put them at the back. Oh, real quick, Derrick Henry. I forgot to ask. Uh, plus seven hundred to win the rushing title. Um, that seems like a good bet to me. 
to be honest. Well, he's got to get the ball a lot. That's, I mean, and that's the point. The he's their ground. offense, and plus 700. I mean, this guy was the rushing champ easily last year. I I, I think plus 700. Yeah, is, last year. I think it's a great bet, plus 700. Even, even though I think they're going to conserve him more early in the season, I think ultimately he gets there. Yeah, so look, if he just gets slightly over the over, so his over this year is 1325, I think he gets over it. He had 1540 last year, but second place was 1357, Ezekiel Elliott. So he's if he can just get slightly over what he did last year, he very well could win again off of that. He doesn't have to get the 1540. He did again. You would think this year teams will key in on him a little bit more, which again plays what we both really like, which is the Tannehill passing yards over and the Tannehill touchdown passes over. But I think he'll still get over the, the 1325. All right, let's get to them, and don't worry, we won't spend too much time on them. Uh, I agree with you, Elliot, and and it's funny because as Elliot was alluding to before, and shout out to Elliot for putting our, our show sheet together. Uh, yes, we prepare. No we prepare for these things. What a crazy <laughs> concept. Uh, Elliot put together a really great show sheet, and it's really funny because there's a lot of detail about Houston. There's a lot of detail about Indy. There's a lot of detail about Tennessee. <laughs> it's like this tiny little section on the show sheet for Jacksonville, Elliot. Yeah, well, so I'm putting it together, and I'm trying to think of, like, interesting players on Jacksonville, <laughs> right? And all I could come up with was there were, there, We couldn't do a Yannick Ngakwe prop? <laughs> yeah. How well, many games, prop- how many games will Yannick Ngakwe play this season? Yeah, seriously. But, I, look, the Gardner thing, like, I was going to write down his chances winning, like, NFL MVP, and they were just, I was like, I'm not even going to insult this. <laughs> Like, how delusional would you have to be to put money on Gardner? Uh, I can't. can't, I can't even. I can't even. I mean, you're right. It is. I think both me and the listeners greatly appreciate you not insulting their intelligence by even talking about it. We know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the Jags. So they, they're over under. So I expected a low over under for the Jags. Obviously, I, I think Jacksonville is not a very good football team. Certainly, in a division with three very similar. You know, level type teams. They are the clear worst team. Only four and a half. Now, a team that went six and ten last year with a lot of issues with the Gardner Foles thing, they still found a way to go six and ten. Four and a half is an incredibly low number, Elliot. How do you see this? So when I was looking it up, I thought it would be five and a half. Me too. So I thought it would be in the five and a half range. Five, five and a half, somewhere in there. So four and a half, definitely the Parks Casino app is on the same page with us about them being terrible. If you go through their schedule, can you find five wins? So Indianapolis week one, no. Tennessee week two, no. Miami week three, maybe. Although I think the Dolphins are better than them. I think the Dolphins play harder. I mean, we saw it last year with the Eagles. No. Cincinnati week four, maybe. But like after that, it gets tough. Uh, Houston, Detroit, San or Los Angeles, I should say, the Los Angeles Chargers. Houston again, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Like there are some tough. They have some tough games on the schedule, even though they were six and ten last year. So no, I do not see them winning more than five games. Or wow. yeah, I don't. I don't see them getting uh, past four wins. No. I mean, Doug Marone's gonna get fired. Well, yeah, probably. I mean, it, at the fact that Doug Brown's still their coach is one of the more shocking things that happened last year. I thought he was a lock to be fired. Um, it really does put into perspective in Philadelphia where, like, you know, we'll debate things Doug does. And, like, we had the whole trial of Howie Roseman. Like, 
talking about Jacksonville really puts into perspective how well off the It's a good point. Eh? It's a good point. Um, so I'm torn on this just because so, – so here's my thinking coming into this. I agree. When you go through the schedule, it doesn't look great. But like we said, we expected their over-under to be 5.5 or somewhere in that range, right? Which, yeah. again, back to my point before that – that feels like some sort of value to me, the idea that I thought they were a five-win team and they're at four and a half or whatever, and now it's a slight, slight bit of value. Um, so, again, since this is what we do here and we have to pick it, I think they're a 5-11 and 11 team, so I would take the yeah. over just in this discussion here. I am just not betting on this. I am staying away from this bet. I do not want anything to do with this bet. The idea of putting money on Jacksonville in any way, shape, or form just sounds like a disaster to me. It sounds like the kind of thing you're going to be like, Six games into the season, what the hell was I thinking? Why did I do this? I could just see myself sitting there and be like, they're 0-6 and, right. and Gardner Minshew's a disaster. And I'm like, how could I have possibly thought they'd win five games? This team's going to win one game. Like, that is a real scenario that I feel could play out. But at the same time, I have to be true to what I think they are. I think it's a mediocre division. As I talked about, I think all these teams are in the 8-10 to 10 to 11-win range at best for Tennessee. So I think based on the division alone and... Whatever. I think they can find a way to get to five wins. But again, I, I wouldn't bet on it. And I, if you wanted to bet the under, I wouldn't fight you on it. I I, I hate Jacksonville. That's where I come down. Okay, so let me ask you, which do you, James Seltzer, want your life to be? It's week It's week 12. You're sitting down. Right? You're <laughs> it's a great, it's a great point, jersey. Elliot. The Bronco is bucking. You're in a good mood. And you're looking at your Parks Casino app, and you're like, man, Jacksonville only needs three wins over the last four. Like, like don't don't put it's yourself. It's a great in point. Well, that's why I wouldn't bet on this one. There are many other things to bet on here. Bet on the Tennessee over. Bet on the Houston over. I would rather bet on the Colts under. But um, let I, me one more Jacksonville thing for you before we move on to hammer you home. Why I don't think they're going to hit the over. So last year, if we remember correctly, Gardner comes in. He has a bit of a spark. They go four and two over a six game stretch. Right. So they kind of like make things a little bit interesting. Over the last eight weeks. When I know Gardner was hurt, I think Foles went back in there, then they went back to Gardner. Two and six, with one of those wins being the last week of the season. So they went one and seven. Like once they became a team where people actually cared and prepared for them, they went one and seven. Well, look, so, there you go, Elliot. You convinced me. Take the under. I've changed my there you mind. Go. Either I'm glad way. I can do that for you. Download the Parks Sportsbook Casino app. It is a blast. It is super fun to go through and and bet on all these types of things. And again, these are some good bets. You can go in there and I believe make money on the Titans over, the Houston over. Like there are some really good bets here. So take our advice. Check out the app. You can get it in the App Store or at parkscasino.com slash PA. Elliot, um, I hope everyone checks us out on Saturday. We're going to be on the radio one to three on Saturday on WIP. We will. The Flyers will be up 2-0. We'll be talking about that. Boom. We'll be, uh, you know, making some, making a few shekels, as you like to say. Shekels, baby. Is, you know, I, yeah, I, it's a power I, word. I like that. Well, you, you know what a shekel is, right? Yeah, I mean, I figured it out from context. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have Money. some. I actually have some real shekels at home from Israel. It's very exciting stuff. Well, don't put them on Jacksonville. Keep those shekels. <laughs> I, I, you convinced me. Uh, all, right, all right. Again, check out the Park Sportsbook Casino app, Elliot, and I'll be back one to three on Saturday, of course. Pods all next week and moving forward. So thanks for listening. Easy, I'm James. We'll talk to you later.